Welcome to the Catholic Truth Podcast, where we teach and preach the truth of the Catholic faith without compromise and without apology. We want to give you high energy and non-boring Catholicism, where anyone at any time can come to know exactly what the Catholic Church teaches and why. We do apologetics, spirituality, other religions, our culture, and more. Most of all, we want to inspire you, inform you, and help you to know, love, and live your Catholic faith with purpose and passion. We are Catholic Truth. Christian Atheists people who say that they believe in God, but they don't live it. A Christian atheist is someone who gives adherence to the fact that God exists, but they live as if he doesn't. They live like an atheist. See, Christians believe in God, and it's backed up by their lifestyle, by their actions and the way they live. People who are called Christian atheists say that they believe in God, but they act like he doesn't exist. So we are going to be talking about that in this video, because it's very important, because Christian atheists, even though they believe in God, are not on the path to heaven, and if they die, they will most likely go straight to hell, because they are not living for God, they're not living for faith, and it takes more than just believing and being a good person to get to heaven. And people become Christian atheists and fall away from God for different reasons. Sometimes it's innocent reasons, like they don't feel as if God loves them, and so they slowly start to feel like they can't approach God. They can't get close to God because God's judging them. God's angry at them. Perhaps they're too ashamed of their sins or part of their past, and they don't, they're afraid to approach God, and so they don't even want to go there, and they end up falling back and staying in the shadows and not living the Christian life, even though perhaps they might want to. So they do believe in God, but they don't live it. And they live their whole life not praying, not going to church, and not doing the things they should out of fear of God. Others become Christian atheists just because of the sin of sloth, which we made a whole video on. They're too lazy. They don't feel like following God. They don't feel like doing their religion, even though they may even consider it important. They may even find some value in it, and they might tell other people, hey, this is a good thing in your life, but they don't do anything themselves. They may even, in public or in groups, if the topic of God comes up, they may even speak about God and talk about how important God is in our society and how people need to follow God more, but they themselves don't actually follow God. They don't pray. They don't go to church. They don't follow the commandments. They may even be sleeping with their boyfriend or girlfriend or doing other things that are totally the opposite of living a Christian life. You may even find them at bars or womanizing or talking about things that Christians really shouldn't and wouldn't ever talk about, but they claim to believe in God. Others become Christian atheists by blaming God. They get angry at God. They're mad at God that God didn't answer their prayers the way they wanted. They treat him like Santa Claus. They treat him like a genie in a bottle. And if he doesn't grant them their every wish or even things that they think are important and that they need, and if God doesn't come through, then they slowly stop believing and they slip into an agnosticism. Even though they believe in God, they just live as if he doesn't exist. And they brood and they harbor the sadness or this anger under the surface when they don't realize that God is in control. God's going to give you everything that you need when you need it. And if God doesn't answer your prayer, there's a good reason for it. If he didn't keep your grandmother from dying, then it was her time to go. Everyone's given a number when they're born. And if that number is called, it's their time to go. Don't blame God. 
Don't get angry at God. It's not his fault. He didn't do it. In fact, the devil is the one who caused sin and death to come into this world. But God is the one who can save your grandmother or grandfather or the one that you're blaming God for. And he's the one who can bring them to heaven forever where they're never going to die again, never going to be unhappy again. I mean, I've done retreats and we do a lot of retreats here at Catholic Truth, especially for teens. And I've had whole circles of teens crying after the retreat, telling me about all of the things that they're angry at God about, or sad at God about, or God didn't answer this prayer, or God didn't save their dying grandmother. And they have all of these issues with God. And it's not that they're, they hate God. It's just that they don't understand. They're, they don't understand why God wouldn't answer this or wouldn't do that. And so they sort of kind of lose faith or doubt God. But the reality is, if you stick through it all and you pray to God a lot, God will get you through all of this. There's no reason to slide back into being a Christian atheist because God knows what he's doing and we don't. He knows what's best for us and we don't. So the marks of a Christian atheist, someone who says they believe in God but don't live it, is they don't go to church. They don't pray. I mean, they may throw up a prayer here or there. They may go to church on Christmas and Easter. But in reality, can you imagine having a boyfriend or girlfriend or a husband and wife that you never go see, that you never talk to? You're married but you don't want to talk to them, except for maybe twice a year. Would that marriage last? Could you even say that you have a relationship with them? Another mark of a Christian atheist is someone who thinks that they can just be a good person. They don't have to do much. They don't have to follow any doctrines or commandments. They can just be religious in their own sort of way. You know, they're spiritual. They're not religious. You know, we don't need to go to church. We don't need to really do anything. We just need to be a good person. We don't need to kill anybody. You know, we'll get to heaven. That is the mark of a Christian atheist, thinking that you can just be good and get by by how good you are. But in reality, you could never be good enough to get to heaven because the standard is perfection. Sin keeps us out of heaven. So if you've even sinned once, you can't go to heaven period. You're going straight to hell no matter how good you are because goodness doesn't save you. You should be good, but you shouldn't be good just to get to heaven. You should be good because it's good to be good. The reality is that Jesus came to save us from our sin and save us from our death. You can't see the whole cross, but he died on the cross to save us and to take away our sins and to erase them when we confess them. But another mark of an atheist a Christian atheist, is that they don't confess their sins. When was the last time they confessed their sins to God or went to confession? Probably never. Or at least 20, 30 years, 10 years, 5 years, they just don't confess their sins to God. So how can they be forgiven? The Bible says if we don't repent of our sins, we will perish. And we're going to go to hell because the penalty of sin, the Bible says, is death and hell. But Jesus came to save us from death in hell, which is why it's so important to not be a Christian atheist and to really have a relationship with God, which we'll get to in one second. Another mark of a Christian atheist is that they don't follow the commandments. They follow them on their own terms. And you may even hear them saying, well, oh, I don't believe in that. Oh, I don't accept that. Or I just think it's this way. Or I, I, I. In reality, they're making themselves God. And don't atheists do the same thing? I don't need a God to tell me how to live. I think this is okay. I can live any way I want. That's how atheists and pagans live not Christians. And they don't follow the commandments and they don't do the things that they're supposed to do that God wants us to do, that God asks us to do. They find them a burden. And so really they believe in God, but they really don't do anything if it's outside of their own little convenience, outside of their comfort zone. This may include lots of partying and getting drunk and cursing and womanizing 
or manizing, or living with your boyfriend or girlfriend before marriage, or just having sex before marriage, or many other things that are strongly condemned in the Bible. And in fact, 1 Corinthians 6, 9 says that if you are having sex before marriage or getting drunk or many other sins, you are not going to go to heaven. And they put drunkenness and sex before marriage on par with murder, idolatry, witchcraft, and other sins like that. So these are no small things in the eyes of God. But Christian atheists, they don't really care about that because they are their own God. They make up their own rules. They don't care what Jesus taught or what God taught. They just go by what they think is okay. And that, of course, is the road to hell. We don't get to heaven on our own path. God sent Jesus into the world to teach us the way. That's why the Bible's so important. That's why reading the New Testament, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John are so important, because you get to know Jesus. The true mark of a Christian is someone who knows Jesus, not just believes in him. Someone who follows Jesus, not just says he's a good guy. Someone who gives their life to Jesus, not just talks about how good he is on Facebook and maybe even put up a meme or on Instagram put up a meme, but they don't live it in their real life. Christian atheists may even attack Christians and say, oh, you're too religious. I don't want to be like that. You're too religious. But in reality, they're saying, you convict me that I should be better, and I don't want to do more than I am, so I'm just going to attack you and tell you you're too religious. Some people have told me that, oh, you pray every day? You go to church all the time, several times a week? That's too much. You're, you're living like a fundamentalist. I say, wow, you must be a fundamentalist with your wife because you talk to her every day. You see her many times a week. You tell Tell her you love her several times a week. Wow, you fundamentalist, you, you extremist, you, you need to stop. You need to calm down with your wife. And of course, at this point, they say, oh, <laughs> haha, okay, I see your point. Okay, you make a fair point. The point is that these people, these Christian atheists, they don't understand that our faith is about a relationship with God. They think it's just a bunch of rules and things you do and being good, and it's not about that. It's first primarily about a relationship, and they don't understand that it's about a relationship. Relationship with Jesus, relationship with God, and a loving relationship. We don't cheat on our spouses. I mean, some people do. A lot of people do nowadays. We don't, you know, get drunk and beat them. We don't swear at them and curse at them and, you know, get violent with them. Again, some people do these days, but we're not supposed to. I mean, that's wrong. I mean, some people see these as rules. Don't chain me down. Don't tell me what I need to do. But in reality, if you love a person, you would never even want to do these things because it's about a relationship and not about the rules. If you have the relationship, you don't even need the rules because you don't want to break them in the first place because you love the person. So here's the deal. It's the same thing with God. If you love God, you're going to have a deep relationship with him. The mark of a Christian is someone who prays often. It's not something they do. Christianity, being a Christian, is not something we do. It's something we are. It influences all the decisions we make, the way we think, the way we act, the choices we make, everything. It's not just a compartment here while we live the rest of our life everywhere else. We don't just go to church on Sundays and then come out and live like hell children for six days of the week and do whatever we want and then go back to church and pretend we're Christians. It doesn't work that way. Relationship with Christ is a 24-7 type of thing. And relationship with my wife is a 24-7 type of thing. So again, Christians pray. They pray to God a lot. They go to church. They visit him. They read the Bible. They get to know him on a deeper level. They learn about him, and they have a deep relationship with him. More than that, they follow his commandments. They try to do what he asks, and they try to do it joyfully. 
Furthermore, they don't try to get to heaven by their works. They trust in Jesus. They give themselves to Jesus. Living for Jesus is one thing. Being a disciple, which is the ideal, is something completely different. Being a disciple goes further than praying, going to church, and just doing everything you're supposed to. Being a disciple of Christ is being in love with Christ and giving your life to Christ. You want him to change you, fill you, free you, overflow you with his spirit, his life, his joy, his happiness happiness. And from people who follow Christ and give their lives to Christ and give everything to Christ, that is the fruit. That's the consequence. Too many people don't experience the love of God. They don't experience Jesus because they live religion on their own terms. They only give a little bit. Like me in high school, I did the minimum amount possible and wondered why I basically flunked out. Sure, they passed me to get me out of the high school because they didn't want me there anymore, but I basically flunked out. And it's the same thing with Jesus. If we only do the minimum amount and we really don't give fully, freely, generously to God, we're not going to see this generous love in return. But I guarantee you that loving Jesus, if you're just trying to follow some rules and you're just trying to be religious and be good, religion's going to be so boring for you. It's not life-changing. It's damaging. It's suffocating. Freedom comes from knowing Christ, the God of the universe, love of the universe, mercy, joy, peace, fulfillment, everything we want poured out on us in abundance. That is the joy of following Christ. That's the joy of following not a religion, but following Jesus. See, there's a difference between following religion and following Jesus. Sure, Jesus started a religion. He started the Catholic Church. He started Christianity. But that doesn't mean we follow the religion itself. We follow Christ, but we also follow the religion because we love Christ and we follow everything he asked us to do. Many people flip that. They follow the religion, but they don't follow Christ. Christ needs to be first in our life if we want to come alive, if we want to know his spirit, and if you want to be truly spiritually happy. So this is the great thing about living for God. It's not just about doing stuff. It's about being changed, being free for the better. And who wouldn't want that? We spend our whole lives looking for happiness, comfort, fulfillment, peace, trying to fill that hole in our heart, and only God can do it. So don't fear him. We here at Catholic Truth have whole videos on God, his mercy, his love, coming to know him. So check out our Living Your Faith folder if you struggle with those things. But don't be a Christian atheist because you are on the road to hell. God doesn't want you to go to hell. We don't want you to go to hell. You don't want to go to hell. You want to go to heaven. So turn back to Christ. The first step of turning back to Christ is so easy. It's simply getting on your knees and saying, God, I've really messed up. I've done a lot of bad things, and I'm sorry. You died on the cross for me to pay the price for my sins. You paid the price for my sins, God, so I'm not going to be ashamed of them anymore. So give your sins to God and say, God, forgive me once and for all. If you haven't been to confession in 5, 10, 20 years, go to confession. It's the best thing to do, and we're going to be making a video probably our next video on this topic of how to know God's mercy, because we need to turn back to God. Get on your knees, pray to God and say, God, I've messed up. I've turned away, but I want to come back to you. I want to know you more. I want to start over again with you. And God will have his hands wide open. He'll have a big smile on his face, and he will say, welcome home. Please, let me hug you. Let me resurrect you. Let me restore you. Let me give you back those lost years. If you truly give your whole life to Christ, your whole heart, mind, soul, you go all in. That is when religion and faith become life-changing. 
And that is all I want for everyone else, is for them to have that life-changing encounter with Jesus Christ, the God of the universe, our Lord, our Savior, our Good Shepherd, the one who smiles on us. We are the apple of his eye. Yes, that Jesus. I want everybody to know that Jesus. Lastly, please help us to share this message with the world. Please join our team. We need 100 people, 100 people in order for Catholic Truth to keep going and keep our doors open to give $10 a month or preferably $15 a month. 100 people. So maybe you would consider giving $10 a month or preferably $15 or $20 a month so that we can keep our doors open and keep spreading this life-changing message. Check out our Patreon page in the links in the description section below. Also check out our Facebook page, our Instagram, our social media, but please check it all out. Follow us for daily inspiration and please consider supporting our ministry. $15 a month, $10 a month, that's a movie ticket a month. That's one pizza a month. That's a really expensive cup of coffee a month. Could you do that for us? And maybe you know one other person you could recommend to do that for us. We need 100 people and we would love for you to join our Catholic Truth family. God bless you. Thank you.